Talk Radio 96.7 Sports Central for you as we head into a Thursday afternoon drive home. Sports Central brought to you by Camp Margaritaville and your host, Justin LaFerrier. Welcome back. Or, yeah, welcome back. Welcome to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As Eric said, I'm Justin alongside Miss Becky Messina and Wyatt. I forgot your last name. Wyatt Monroe, intern Wyatt. Intern Wyatt. Intern Wyatt. We're sticking with that, huh? I guess. I right. mean, we'll stick with it. Neil said it. It's all right. We don't have to listen to Neil. I never listen to Neil. Neil would be upset about the Florida results. Clearly, you don't listen to Neil. We can say whatever we want. Clearly, about you Neil don't right listen now. to no. Neil, there, intern Wyatt, because you had no idea what he told you to do today. And it was yesterday, actually, and it was a long day. Terrible. Was it a long day? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are diving down the wrong rabbit hole quickly here. Let's jump into it because we always have a jam-packed show. We're going to give you some local update. Uh, talk a little uh, national sports update with what's going on in Major League Baseball, NBA draft coming up tonight. As well, we'll talk some NBA and then, of course, wrap it up with our local update at the end of the show and let you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. Wyatt, you want to kick it off, man? What's going on in the high school update? Uh, Jaden Lippett uh, got injured earlier this year, and there's a little story about it. So Winter Haven Jr. Jaden Lippett won the second state title of his career, is ranked number one in the state in the triple jump, and is also nationally ranked. Yet Lippett feels he could have been even better this past season. Uh, Lippitt suffered an injury early in the season, and it was an accomplishment to even be able to compete in the postseason. Still, Lippitt ended the, uh, the season ranked number five in the nation in the triple jump, and is currently number seven, placing him on another level among Polk County boys track and field athletes. Rivaled only by Ridge Community's Adrian Rogers, who is number two in the state and number 22 in the nation in the high jump. Jaden Lippitt won the Ledger's 2023 Boys Track and Field Athlete of the Year for the second year in a row this year. We want to say congratulations to Jaden on all of his accomplishments and cannot wait what, to see what he has in store for next year. Outstanding, Jaden. Go Blue Devils. Former <laughs> Blue Devil myself. Becky, I know you want to talk more all sports awards because you didn't have enough of it last week. I'm loving life. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Chelsea Williams is the Ledger Girls Track and Field Athlete of the Year. Uh, Lake Wales Octavus Freeman graduated just over a decade ago as the most decorated track and field athlete in Polk County history with 10 individual gold medals at the state meet. With two years left for her high school career, George Jenkins, Chelsea Williams, is making a strong run at either tying or even surpassing Freeman's accomplishments. During her sophomore year, Williams picked up two more gold medals at the state meet, giving her six overall for her career. She also lowered the county record in three events and broke the record in the 400-meter myrtles. Uh, okay, 400-meter hurdles. <laughs> I was doing so good. Almost. <laughs> Giving her four county records total. Williams won the Ledger's 2023 Girls Track and Field Athlete of the Year Award, and we want to congratulate her on a great year, and we can't wait to see what she does for the rest of her time at George Jenkins. Congrats. And then on the tennis front, Nicolas Cumria? I think that's correct. We'll go yeah. with that. Tennis is by nature an individual sport, but there is a team element at the high school and collegiate levels. It's that team atmosphere that inspired Nicholas Kumria, who takes classes online at Florida Virtual to join George Jenkins' tennis team as a sophomore. Nicholas went on un, went undefeated until his final match. He immediately became the top player in the county and led George Jenkins into being one of the top boys' tennis teams in the county. After his first year of playing tennis, Nicholas received the Ledger's 2023 Boys' Tennis Player of the Year Award. Congratulations, Nicholas, on a great season and receiving the award. Unreal. That's crazy. First season? I didn't know first that season. was his first season. Wow. That's impressive. 
watch. Maybe uh, mm-hmm. in a few years we'll see him at uh, Wimbledon. That would that Maybe. would be crazy. That would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things County. have happened. <laughs> you never know. Uh, let's talk a little Polk State volleyball, White. Uh, again, we want to talk about the Polk State Train to Compete camp that will be taking place this summer. Uh, the dates for that are July 18th through 20th and July 25th through 27th. Assistant coach Diana Barbosa will be hosting this camp. It's for female players of all skill levels, ages 10 through 16, and make sure you come on out. Becky? Hi. Let's keep going. We're just going to go in an order here. All right. All College right. World Series. What we have written has changed since yesterday, so... I'm going to update us, please. Yeah, I'll update you. So uh, the Gators did win. They beat TCU yesterday. I believe the score was three to two. Yes. Um. So I believe, I don't know who won the LSU Wake Forest game last night. LSU won and they are playing again today at seven. So Wake right Forest and LSU. Show. Yeah. All right. So whoever wins from that range of games will be playing the Florida Gators in the championship. Okay. Three. Go Gators. I hope they win. <laughs> I know Neil's yelling "Go Gators!" right now. Oh, for sure. Of course he is. This killed him yesterday. I just know it. <laughs> he wouldn't watch it. No. Anybody have not. any idea when the final starts? Um. Well, I guess it depends on what happens tonight, right? Yeah. No, no. It, LSU uh, had to be Wake Forest twice. Yeah. So tonight. So winner tonight no plays what, Florida. It's got to be probably Saturday. Yeah, it starts on Saturday. Yeah, right. I think is Wake Forest is ranked number one, right? And yes. Yes. LSU is. LSU is five. Yeah. Should be, Look uh, at me paying attention. Wow. And it's not lacrosse. I know. Everyone would be so impressed with me right now. That's fantastic. <laughs> Adam Alvarez from Florida Southern College has had more than an impressive junior year playing golf. He completed his redshirt junior season having played in all 11 tournaments with 32 total rounds of golf while leading the team in stroke average at 71.84. He posted season lows of 67, 147, and 203 for his low – for his lows across 18, 36, and 54 holes. Alvarez was selected for the honorable mention list where he joined 29 other golfers from around the U.S. We want to congratulate Adam on an amazing junior year and cannot wait to see what he does during his final year. I think I had a class with him. Maybe another national championship on the way. Yeah. No, but I actually do think I had a class with him. (laughs) The name just sounds so familiar. (laughs) I think she wants a prize, Wyatt. (laughs) We got her one, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> why, why, what's going on at Southeastern University? Uh, for the second year in a row, Southeastern placed fifth in the NAIA Learfield Directors Cup. Southeastern had the top spring score with 456.75 points, getting 85 from men's track and field, finishing third at the national championship, and women's tennis getting 83 from its third-place finish, along with 83 more from baseball finishing third. Men's tennis added 70 with its fifth-place finish. The Fire uh, scored 249 points in the winter and 57 in the fall to finish with 762.75 points, trailing Indiana Wesleyan with 817.27, Kaiser with 853, Marion with 853.5, and Indiana Tech with 867.5. Congratulations to the Fire on a great year athletically. You know, we mentioned the Polk County All Sports Awards that happened last week, right? Last Tuesday? Last Tuesday. On the 13th. And it was a very long evening. I think uh, all three of us would agree to that uh, testament. My feet still hurt, I think. You had to be on stage. In heels. Handing out all the awards. For like three hours. Bravo. (laughs) 
Wyatt, I don't know what you did all night. Uh, uh, I sat outside and normally directed people to the bathroom. Security guard. He was yeah. a human arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, made sure nobody's uh, purses got stolen. Got it. Security. Oh, so good. We appreciate security that. Security guard, Wyatt. Um, but I say all that too, and, and obviously everything we just touched on from a local high school and collegiate update as well. There's obviously no shortage of talent here in Central Florida's Polk County, and uh, that was on full effect and display last Tuesday night at the Polk County All Sports Awards and Hall of Fame ceremony. Uh, where we inducted, help me out, Barney Barnett. Barney Barnett, Steve Pierce, Jeff Sykes, um, Terrence, Terrence McGriff, McGriff, and Chris Richard. And there you go. Uh, all, I'm sure, names most of our listeners have heard of over the last uh, years. Uh, I know Steve Pierce, my, my Red Sox winning the 2018 World Series MVP. I wanted to tell him so bad I was a Yankee fan, but I, I was... I'm glad you didn't. Listen, that would have ruined was, his night. I was kind of... He wouldn't have accepted the award from you. Probably not. Although he, he did play for the Yankees too, so... Yeah, but like also, I was just really cool to be in front of him. Yeah, regardless of what team he played for. <laughs> Wyatt, so. maybe uh, maybe next time you can be on stage handing out the awards. I'll definitely do it if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, trust me, it'll be a good show. The best thing that scares me. The Wyatt. best thing that happened at the show, and nobody saw this, but it was really funny. One of the teams accidentally knocked over, like bumped the table of awards and knocked <gasps> the awards over, and they kind of went down like dominoes. So I was picking them back up as I was going back and forth, and some of them fell behind the stage. And I had uh, Josh, friend <laughs> was, of the show, Josh Hicks. Yeah, he. I sent him <laughs> under the stage in the middle of the show to pick up the awards. That's fantastic. It was very funny. So wait, he's crawling around on all fours. Oh yeah, behind the stage with a blue light shining in his full, eyes. Full suit. Quincy. Yep. Good Saving for him. Show. Yeah, he did. He saved the show. Saving the he show. saved me because the last thing I wanted was for a kid to get up on stage and me be like, "Sorry, you're <laughs> not here." Like, hey, that just goes to show you that it takes everyone. It takes a village to make these things happen, and uh, we have a heck of a team here at Polk County Tourism and Sports Marketing. Excuse me. Visit Central Florida Sports. Uh, that was newly uh, unveiled at the Polk County All Sports Awards as well. So. Eric, I think that's going to do it for segment one, hopefully. Yep, music's starting. He's pulling out the hook. We made it. Stay with us. We're going to come back, talk a little Major League Baseball in segment two. Oh, my goodness. The rain has fallen, and the sports is talking. Sports Central, brought to you by Days in Lakeland. Let's get back to it with Wyatt, the intern. Also, <laughs> Justin <laughs> and Becky. That's fantastic. Eric's even in on it now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Becky, and intern Wyatt is here with us as well. We're talking sports this evening. Let's jump into Major League Baseball, and I'm gonna we're going to jump right into the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, they're the local team. Let's talk a little about the Rays here. And before we get into how they're doing, I want to make mention, this just in, the Rays bench uh, uh, shortstop Wander Franco for the way he has handled frustrating situations this year. He's been benched for two games because apparently he can't keep his attitude in check. We're just going to, you guys, when you get to the office tomorrow, you need to ask uh, Tyler, because I know he's a Rays fan. Mm-hmm. How he what, feels. what are we doing over here in Tampa? We, these guys don't know how to play the game, right? I don't know. I mean, they just can't keep their anger in check. Maybe it's like, you know, some counseling's needed. Counseling. Maybe you're the guy for it. What? Maybe. Maybe why, so. why is a Rays Intern, why the counselor? <laughs> Wyatt, the counselor. I mean, I have to hate the Rays, you know? Like, the Braves Why? are second place right now. I'm a big Braves guy. You're when a Braves guy? When I say guy? big Braves guy, I mean, like, playoff Braves. But 
Oh, so you're a you're a fair weather fan. So like, if they're not if they're not in the playoffs, you're not a Braves fan. If it's not, uh, you know, if it's not the playoffs, I'm not watching the MLB. Normally, this show but... is really taking a turn. Wyatt is now a counselor and a therapist. This is bad. Because <laughs> last week it was Becky's therapy hour. So. Oh my goodness! Did oh yeah, Neil you weren't you were here. Well, he told me it's not about me, and I said yes, it is. <laughs> I'm sure that got out of hand real quick. <laughs> Anyway, let's t- Tampa Bay Rays. They are fifty-two and twenty-five on the year right now, five and five in their last ten. Uh, they have hit a bit of a rough patch recently after losing the last two games of their three-game set with the Padres. They faced off in a quick two-game series against the Orioles that wrapped up yesterday. The Rays lost Game One eight to six, but came back to win Game Two seven to seven to two. They're starting up a four-game series tonight against the Royals, with first pitch being thrown at six. 40, but as we mentioned, they'll be doing that without all-star shortstop. Is he an all-star yet? I have no clue. Tyler can answer that, but anyway. Tyler, call into the show. They're starting without <laughs> shortstop Wander Franco as he's been benched for uh, not handling frustration, frustrating situations very well. That's pretty bad. You get some, some people just have anger issues, and that's okay. I mean, the fact that you have an 11-year, 180-something million dollar contract and you're like 22 years old. Yeah, you, you should be a little happier in life. It's enough money for a counselor, though. You would think. <laughs> you would think. Anyway, for some anger management class. For an anger management class or two. Like Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Obviously, our team here that spring trains right here in Lakeland just finished up. Eighty-six years of spring training here in Lakeland. Uh, just finished up. I mean, in March they finished. Uh, they've been picking up some wins recently after a rocky start to the month of June. Tigers won their four-game series against the Twins. They won Game One, Two, and Four. With scores being eight to four, seven to one, and six to four, recently the Tigers have been in a th- have been in a three game series with the Royals that just wrapped up last night. They won game one, six to four, lost game two, one nothing, and game three ended with a nine to four victory over the Royals. So they won that series as well. Look at that, that's two series wins in a row. Yeah, Tigers that- will start another three game set against the Twins tomorrow. First pitch will be at six forty. What was that, Becky? There was some Royals slander happening in the office today. Why? Apparently, a cor- as Josh says, say- I like tea. I'm not going to say who said it, but apparently the Royals are the worst baseball team in the history of the world, and they suck. Who said said this? Uh, Why it wasn't there? I wasn't there. Who said it? I'm I'm not going to name drop. You can you can name drop it. It was one of the men in the office. That's a lot of men in the office. That doesn't help at all. (laughs) That doesn't help. Um, I I believe it was between um, Tyler and Dan. That were slandering the Royals. Interesting. Even mm-hmm. though the Royals won the World Series, I think, in 2015 or 2016. That's what I said, but conveniently they both, didn't hear me say that. Both <laughs> much more recently than the Rays have never won a World Series. And yeah, you hear that, Tyler. The Blue Jays, <laughs> the Blue Jays, who I think are Dan's team, they haven't won since the early 90s. So I hope um, that they're both listening. The Royals are... Uh, Hi, Tyler. The Royals can have, a, have a little more to uh, tout than both of those teams. Not of not of recent... Uh, Accolades. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Royals versus Tyler, Tyler, friend of the show, is uh, is texting. He's choosing not to call in. Uh, I'm not going to read his text on the <laughs> air, though. Um, Tyler, but, call in and speak your truth. Yeah, please. We'll welcome, <laughs> hey, we we welcome any callers. 682-1430. Give us a call. We'll talk baseball with you. We'll talk sports with you. Eric's always happy to take callers. Maybe he didn't. That wasn't a good look. Uh, <laughs> um, sticking with Major League Baseball, though, we are uh, almost to the halfway point. All Star Game comes up second week of July, I believe. 
Um, so we're almost to the halfway point of the Major League Baseball season. The Rays are firmly in first place in the AL East, five games up on the Baltimore Orioles right now. Uh, just not necessarily running away with that uh, division, but, I mean, they've been entrenched in first place the entire season in that division. It 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 irks me so much that my team, the Boston Red Sox, 39-37, and 37, two games above 500, are 12 and a half games out of first place and last place in the AL East. They would be winning in the AL Central. They would be leading. Well, you know. Well, they're not in that division. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Tough. 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 New problem. Yeah. Your Braves, Wyatt, 40, uh, I just lost them, 48 and 26 on the season, six and a half games up on the Miami Marlins of all teams in the AL East. Uh, some surprise teams along the way. Arizona Diamondbacks up in the AL West. That's a surprise. 46 and 30 on the year, three games up over the Giants. Giants on a 10 game winning streak right now. The Cincinnati Reds in first place in the NL Central on an 11 game winning streak right now. Can you name one player on the Cincinnati Reds, Wyatt? I couldn't name one player in the past 15 years on the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, that, I, I'm not even going to ask you. No, okay, I know the yeah. Yankees. <laughs> Let's see how the Yankees are doing real quick before Eric pulls the hook out. 41-33 and 33 on the year, nine and a half games out of first place. So, uh, Obviously, a lot of the wild card is still up in the air right now with the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox all still in contention. Um, I, you pretty much guaranteed that at least two out of those, well, Two out of the other four teams in the AL East are going to have wild card spots. I would almost guarantee that by the end of the season. So it'll be interesting to see what the Rays and the Tigers do as they head into the All Star break here in a few weeks. Uh, the Tigers, especially, are going to have to make some decisions on the personnel front, being in third place in the AL Central right now, four and a half games out of the lead. That division is still very winnable for that team. They've, they're dealing with a lot of injuries right now, but they're going to have to make some decisions moving forward. It'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks. That's going to do it for segment two of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Stay with us. We're going to talk some NBA because the NBA draft is coming up tonight. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central on your radio. Brought to you by Homes 2. By uh, Homes 2. I'm going to start this again. Home 2 Suites. There we go. Hopefully doing a little better than I am is your host. Is He is... <laughs> Justin LaFerrier. <laughs> Eric, I don't think anybody's doing any better tonight, buddy, but that's all right. We're all doomed. <laughs> we'll get through this. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7 with Wyatt and Becky. We got more to talk about, and uh, our one listener, Mr. Tyler Cruz. Hopefully we got more <laughs> than Tyler. If you're still listening, buddy, call in. We can talk Wander Franco. You don't have to text. You can call in. Put a, put a voice be behind. Scared. Put a voice behind those comments, buddy. We can talk Rays. Love you, Tyler. All right, Wyatt, since you're so uh, hyped up about CONCACAF, you got to tell us what CONCACAF is and then tell us what's going on with soccer. CONCACAF's an international league where nations go and play each other. They were having a tournament. In the semifinal, the U.S. played Mexico, and it was the sixth straight game that the U.S. have beat Mexico. They won 3-0. Christian Pohl. Polisic. Polisic scored two goals, aka Mr. America. CONCACAF is the Confederation of North, Central America, and Caribbean Association Football. Yeah, yeah. So specific. Nations around the world. You got it. Um, <laughs> what's going on with the. Uh, it, it, Becky, you could talk about PGA if you want, because I know you like Brooks Kepka, right? Yeah, I don't think he's doing very well, though. Apparently, because he's not even in this uh, this update. 
No, I think he was like in 15th or something like that when I looked this morning. We could check the leaderboard of what's going on at the uh, Travelers Championship. Yeah. PGA Tour hosted its yes. annual U.S. Open Championship at the L.A. Country Club <laughs> this past week, and it was not a letdown. Both Ricky Fowler and Xander Shoffley had highlight record-breaking day one, shooting 62, 8 under par. The winner of the tournament was Wyndham Clark, shooting in uh, 10 under overall. Rory McIlroy at 9 under, then Scotty Scheffler at 7 under. The Travelers Championship started today, and as of right now, through 15, Adam Scott is your leader at 9 under. Keegan Bradley and Denny McCarthy both at 8 under, and Scotty Scheffler, who uh, is at 7 under. Uh, I don't have no idea where uh, your buddy Brooks yeah, Koepka Brooks is. Yeah, Brooks wasn't doing too too hot. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Hey, that's going to take too long. Not going to find him, though. <laughs> But let's go. Uh, let's jump to some NBA because there's some big news that broke right before we got on the air today uh, in the NBA. I did mention the NBA draft kicks off tonight at 8 p.m. when the San Antonio Spurs will be on the clock with the number one pick in the 2023 NBA draft and will undoubtedly select Victor Wembanyama, the seven. That's fo- a name, <laughs> isn't it? Though the seven foot five. Oh, this says seven three. I think you're maybe is seven three. 7-3, power forward center out of France, uh, played for the Metropolitans 92 in the French Basketball League. He will undoubtedly be the number one pick tonight. Uh, but there was a big trade right before we got on the air today, Wyatt. Uh, so Sunday, I believe, Chris Paul got traded to the Wizards for Bradley Beal, which yep. was a blockbuster trade. And just as I got in the studio today, I looked on my phone, and Chris Paul has now been traded to the Golden State Warriors for Jordan, Jordan Poole and future draft picks. So now you're looking at Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and possibly Draymond Green. A potential Draymond Green, depending on what he does after he opted out right. of his extension. If Steph Curry, being the face of that franchise, had to go to Mike Dunleavy Jr., the new GM of that, of, out there at Golden State, and bless that trade. Definitely. Do you think uh, it was his idea to do it, though, or...? Did the Wizards propose it first? Um, I don't know if it was Steph Curry's idea. I'm sure he was in on the conversations to do it. I mean, they they lacked a a true primary ball handler behind Steph Curry. Jordan Poole was more of a two guard, catch and shoot, more Clay Thompson. Of course, uh, they lacked a primary ball handler behind um, Steph Curry and and Chris Paul. I mean, his nickname is the Point God. For a reason, because he's so he's very good at what he does from a point guard perspective and 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 translating the offense. He's not going to give you 25, 30 points a game anymore, but he can give you fifteen, eight boards and eight assists a night pretty easily. Even at what thirty seven, thirty eight years old now. Yeah, and I mean he still has a chance to win a ring. It was not looking like that when he went to the Wizards, and that's no. what everybody makes fun of him for. Yeah, is that he doesn't have a ring yet. If he if he ends his career without a ring, he will go down. Probably along, not probably. I think he'll go down alongside John Stockton and Carl Malone for probably the top three players in the NBA to have never won an NBA championship, in my opinion. Charles Barkley's up there too. Uh, top four. I'd put Barkley ahead of him. Okay. Top okay. Four. The round mound of sound. Yeah, of course. No, he is not the round mound of sound. He's the <laughs> round mound. The round mound of rebound. That was his nickname. Yeah. Becky has no idea what's going on right now. I'm just, Becky thoughts? Listen, I'm just looking <laughs> any, at any the thoughts? names of the teams, and I stand by that the NBA has like the weirdest names for their teams. Okay. We should get into that. Utah Jazz? What are you, the fighting notes? Like, wh- that doesn't even make sense. No, they're just the Jazz. They're, they're not jazz. fighting anybody. Yeah, but like, Pretty sure Utah aren't mascots like supposed to be... 
It's definitely not. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's definitely not. Aren't, like, mascots supposed to be, like... You want to try another one? Because I have no idea on the jazz. Yeah, the Wizards is also just kind of weird. Well, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, Wizards is they weird. haven't been able to work any magic in the capital city, so... I'm just going to keep going back to the Nuggets. Like, can we not? <laughs> Gold? Denver? Gold? Gold Nuggets? Gold Nuggets? Yeah, I know, but, like, your mascot is supposed to be, like... What do you scary. want him to be like Denver Gold Bars or something? I don't know. Something Denver scary. Gold. Why does it have to be scary? Right? Because you're supposed to like like the San Antonio the Spurs. <laughs> That's a, just sits on a cowboy boot. Like, listen, I don't know. I just think that they're weird. We this this show is going. <laughs> so let's talk a little draft tonight. Uh, apparently, Wyatt and I will because Becky doesn't know what's going on. Uh, I've been y- trying to figure out how to say this guy's name. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's how you say it. Giannis. Well, yeah, that wasn't hard. Antetokounmpo. Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo. They just call him Giannis. Yeah, I would too. Does that even fit on a jersey? You know what his nickname is? Yeah, it fits on a jersey. The Greek freak. That makes sense. He's from Greece, obviously. With a it's name like Antetokounmpo. Beautiful country. You ever been there? Yeah. I went when you all were at World Water Ski. I was in Greece living my best oh. life. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to turn my back to her now. Very fun. <laughs> So tonight, we talked to Spurs. They have the number one pick uh, kicking off at 8 p.m. tonight. And I think Wyatt would agree, Victor Wibanyama is going to be the number one pick. And then you move, then it gets interesting at number two with the Charlotte Hornets followed by the Portland Trailblazers. The, uh, the talk going into the draft with the Trailblazers, what are the Blazers going to do at three, right? Are they going to trade that pick? Are they going to keep the pick? Are they going to get Lillard help? Are they going to trade Lillard? What are they going to do? What do you think? Uh, I do not think that they're going to trade Lillard at this point. I think it would have already happened before, but they might trade that pick off. Uh, also, Scoot Henderson is now being projected at two instead is of Brandon he? Miller, and Brandon Miller has fallen out of the top three. Really? Where are you reading that at? Uh, that was earlier today, but... According to your list here, bud. Yeah, oh, thank you. That <laughs> list was made yesterday, but uh, earlier today... <laughs> Sports change overnight, Justin. Yeah, earlier today I, I saw that he was falling out of the top three on some on some draft or mock drafts. Okay. Uh, uh, obviously, we'll pay close attention to what the Orlando Magic do. They hold the sixth and eleventh picks tonight in the NBA draft. Uh, as of right now, according to what you have here, Wyatt, they're projected to take Anthony Black with the number six pick. You know, the Magic haven't done a lot in recent years. More? Well, I think Paolo Bencaro being the rookie of the year would have yeah. something to say about that. Though, well, no, no, no. You know what I mean, but uh, statistically. Thank uh, you. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the draft. No, no. But, the, you know, the drafts are what heats up teams for that. So right. I think them getting uh, Anthony Black will definitely help them along. Any idea where Anthony Black is out of? Uh, I can tell you right now. All he right. is out of. And then I know a lot of the mock drafts I've seen. Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas guard, had a great run. Guard, in, shooting guard. Okay. They need a really. They don't need another point guard. Uh, they don't, but you know it's the magic. They Guys, don't need they a lot of Markel stuff. Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony on that team. They don't need another. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, I digress. At the eleventh pick, I know they're projected to take Grady Dick out of the University of Kansas right now, who's arguably the best shooter in the entire draft. Which with guys with guys like Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner, who they're running that offense through, you need guys that can space the floor and let Bancaro operate in the paint. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what John. Uh, John Hammond and Jeff Weltland, the uh, front office of the Orlando Magic, do tonight. But uh, you got something else? I'm interested on where Jairus Walker ends up. I went to high school with him. He was actually one of my best friends uh, throughout high school at IMG. So I'm really interested to see if he actually falls with the Pistons or where he goes for this. Okay. Look at you, buddy. Flex. Right? (laughs) Subtle. 
Not that wasn't subtle at all. He just outright did it. Uh, right now, projected to go to the Pistons at five. Okay. Yeah. What position does he play? He's a small forward slash power okay. forward. All right. They need. I mean, they need. Well, I mean, you know, Pistons need everything. We but. can hope that he doesn't end up at the Pistons. Maybe the Rockets. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Should be an interesting night though tonight. NBA draft kicks off eight p.m. tonight. I'm sure you could catch that on ESPN, where uh, Victor Wembanyama will definitely be the number one pick. Take it to the bank. That's going to do it for segment three. We'll be back and let you know what's going on in Central Florida's Polk County. Let's do it. Absolutely. It's Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Brought to you by Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Now I'm hungry. They've got the best hot <laughs> sauce. Oh, boy. Let's get back to it with Becky, Justin, and Wyatt. I am hungry, too, Eric. And real quick, do either one of you know who sings this song? I do, but... I do. The guy that said, let's do it. I thought that that was Eric at first. No. no. That's why y'all were laughing? Yeah, I thought no. it was Eric. <laughs> this is Tone Loke. Tone Loke. Tone Loke. This is what you listened to in high school? No, this, this is well to before I was in high school. <laughs> I was in high school in 2000 through 2004. This is well before. I was born in 2000, so. Yeah, I was born in 2004. Oh, gosh, you guys are killing me. Anyway, all right, since y'all are the younger ones, you can read uh, what's going on uh, in the local update. So for more information on any events we talk about today and anything else going on in Central Florida's Polk County, check us out. Visit centralflorida.org and centralfloridasports.com. The new new website's not live yet, right? Visit Central. Florida sports. Sports.com. Oh. It, I don't know if it's live, but it that's what my mind says. Florida sports.com and then it redirects. So. Anyway, what's going on? Uh, yeah, intern Wyatt. Anybody? That felt a little offensive. Wow, you guys are killing but me. Somebody read something. NSA <laughs> Summer State Tournament, June 23rd through June 25th at Bartow Softball Complex. Auburndale. Auburndale Softball <laughs> Complex and Christina. There are 824 people projected to be there. Next, we got Perfect Games uh, Challenge going from June 23rd to June 26th at uh, Lake Myrtle Baseball Park and Northeast Regional Park at the baseball fields. There's 1,597 projected people to be there. And following up, there's another Perfect Games organization happening, the Florida Championship, from June 30th to July 3rd, also at Lake Myrtle and at Northeast Regional. Okay, Northeast East Regional Park. I can't do it. <laughs> With 1,238 projected people. Uh, USFA Star Stripes in Softball, July 1st through July 2nd at Bartow Softball Complex. 278 projected to be there. And then USA Softball... J-O Cup. J-O Cup. I actually don't know what J-O stands for, so that's Me all I got either, for you. But all you'll have to know is it is the J-O Cup, and Junior it Olympics. is July... Oh, is it? <laughs> He's guessing. <laughs> July 6th through July 11th at the Diamondplex. Uh, 670 people projected, and then followed up with that. It is a perfect game or challenge slash perfect game Florida Elite Championship. July 7th through July 10th at Myrtle Baseball Park and Northeast Regional Park Baseball. 1,600 projected to be there. Then Impress Me Basketball Live X Southeast Showcase, July 8th through July 9th at the Advent Healthcare Fieldhouse. 520 people projected. And to finish it off, we have the Florida State Water Ski Championship 
July 9th through July 11th at Lake Gru. I know Mr. Jackson's going to be excited about this one. 110 people projected to be there. Go water ski. We love water skiing here in Central Florida, Polk County, the water skiing capital of the world. For Like I said, for more information on those events and anything else, check us out. Visit centralflorida.org or centralfloridasports.com. And if you want to talk to somebody in person, come out and see my team and I at the Central Florida Welcome Center at I-4 and 27 in Davenport. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Man, this flies by. It is always fun coming on talking sports with you guys this evening. Uh, drive I like safe. when you're here. So. You can tell your boss that. I tell him all the time. You do that. Although I hear Josh is coming on more often now. Yeah, he'll be uh, hosting in a few weeks. Good luck. Will I be here? You will. I'm oh. so excited. Intern Wyatt He's, and Josh. Oh, he, he'll lean on Wyatt, so. Yeah. Josh is scared of doing it, I think. <laughs> That's all right. He'll 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 enjoy it. Um, Wyatt, you going to go home and watch the NBA draft tonight? You got to yeah, see where your board goes, right? I got to see who the Hawks pick, and I got to see where Jairus lands, yeah. Okay. Hopefully he comes. He goes with somebody, uh, not the Pistons. I mean, it doesn't. I'm sure he'll get. He'll be very happy. The Pistons, but you know, not the Pistons. But, uh, but believe it or not, it's like ladies, going to the Yankees. Wow, uh-uh. that is going to do it for this edition of Sports Century on or Talk Radio 96.7. For Becky and Wyatt, I'm Justin. We'll be back same time, same channel next week.